0: of Scripture from the gospel according to John. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, very truly I tell you, No one has ascended into heaven, except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses was lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Receive what the Spirit is saying. Thanks be to God.
1: Good morning turn to your neighbor or someone behind you and say, got questions? I I thought I'd make you relax just a little bit. It's good to be with you again and good to be on this journey of holy darkness as we embrace this sacred time of preparation in Lent. Let's see what God has for us. Will you pray with me? We have questions. Maybe there'll be answers. Amen. You know that book that I think every young person should read, Reiner Wilkie's book, Letters to a Young Poet, says and there, live the questions now so that gradually, eventually, maybe, you may live into the answers. But here's the thing, I don't know about you if you've noticed, but we're having a hard time living into any questions lately as a country. We don't want que- we, we to have conversation, we don't want to have questions, we don't want people to read books. We don't want certain people to read books to us. You know what I mean? We don't want to be in the questions. What is it about living in the questions that scares us so much? What does it mean as a people Stop asking questions. What does it create? Well, seems like Jesus doesn't mind the questions. Even if they come in the dark, in hiding. I love that Nicodemus tries to do this thing of finding Jesus at night as if Jesus is going to be freaked out by this. And Nicodemus comes asking questions about identity for Jesus. You know, they say that, you know, you do all these great things and nobody that doesn't come from God can do these great things. And Jesus is like, yes, I know. See, this is not about Jesus' identity. This is about Nicodemus. And the fact that he feels that he can't live into the questions in the groups that he surrounds himself with. So he has to come meet Jesus at night to ask the real questions in his life. We've all done this, I know I did. I still do. There are spaces where I can't ask questions. Especially because my questions might seem a little bit, oh, disruptive. Like, why are there kids in cages? Why can't my trans daughter live into her fullness without being persecuted? Why can't I say Black Lives Matter in this school? Why would you ever launch a war against Puerto Ricans and remove Roberto Clemente's book off the library. Do you know what you're doing? I mean, next to Jesus is Roberto Clemente. Just saying. (laughs) My questions might disrupt things. And then there's some other questions. Whose voice do I listen to? Who affirms me? Or this is the one that I always go to God with, God, is that possible? Is this possible? But here's the thing, Jesus meets Nicodemus in the dark like Jesus meets us in the dark with our questions, with our doubt, with our fear, with all of our stuff. And gives us answers, yeah, somewhat. Well, if you read the Gospel of John, so I always think of John, reading the Gospel of John is like reading Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek meets the Gospels, right? And Jesus is either Spock or Captain Kirk. I can't figure it out. Because the, 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 the questions, the responses that Jesus gives are like, way up here. And if you read John for the first time, you're like, dude, where is this going? I'm sure the disciples were in the same space. That's why Nicodemus asked these questions, right? About what do you mean, born again? What are you talking about? And I love that the answers are, you know, they're 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 somewhat confusing, you know, especially when Jesus says, "The wind blows." Where it goes, nobody really knows where the wind lands or what. And you and I, he kind of describes us as you and I are people who move in the spirit with this wind and all over the place. What does that say? What are you, talk, what, are you, are you saying? I'm windy? <laughs> What's happening? I think it's this whole notion that faith. Faith is about the questions. That faith is about living into the questions more than trying to figure everything out. I know that's who we are. I know that's our nature. We want things written out in a bulletin and put everything nicely. I so appreciate TC's tender, loving care with us. She makes sure that we have everything we need. And as you as you notice, as I know, as I told them today, I completely forgot to process. <laughs> so the wind blows wherever it will go, and we can't control it. Just say these questions—they form us and shape us. And allow us to breathe. And what would happen if in the world they would see a body like this, a body that embraced the questions and a body that embraced the night and a body that embraced the uncertainties of life and the body that that would take these questions and say, we may not have all the answers, but we'll stand in the questions with you. might find out that standing in the questions together is in fact the answer. Thank God for the questioning body of Christ that embraces this space embraces the night and embraces the questions so that we may be together the answers that the world is looking for. Amen.